it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello there, welcome to this episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for your company. Some of you may have heard by now the news that Emma Benison, who for some years now has been the Chief Executive Officer of Blind Citizens Australia, has decided to resign, the resignation taking effect at the end of January. I invited Emma to join us on the programme. She's a returning guest, of course, spoken to us many times over the last uh, few years to discuss her decision to resign and what that means for the future of Blind Citizens Australia. Emma, welcome back to the programme. John Simpson, President of Blind Citizens Australia, sent an email last week. And uh, in that, apart from announcing the fact that you had decided to resign your position as CEO of Blind Citizens Australia, he mentioned you'd been involved in the leadership of the organisation for a consistent period of at least nine years, which uh, he argues is unparalleled in the organisation. Just give us a brief background of your role with BCA over that time period. So I joined the board back in 2012 and I um, was on the board uh, up until 2017 when I stepped down to apply for the role of CEO. And um, during that time, I also had um, a stint as BCA president. So uh, yes, it has been about a a nine year um, continuous period. Perhaps you could give us an idea of what you would think of as as some of the greatest achievements that the organisation has undergone since your involvement uh, in 2012? There have been so many changes in the organisation during that time and and in kind of cataloguing some of the achievements I want to make it very clear that they're not um, attributable um, to me per se, it's absolutely been a team effort but um, I think some of the really significant ones relate to the organization's turnover Um, you know uh, in 2017 for example when I commenced as CEO um, it was a the turnover around about $450,000 per annum and today the turnover is well over $1.4 million per annum and even if you look back further than that, um, you know, the organisation was in a very precarious funding position. Um, those of you who've been around for a while will, will recall that um, there was a period of time where disability representative organisations like BCA um, had to really fight for um, funding through um, DSS, the Department of Social Services. So. Um, it has been a it, it was a really difficult period and um, so I'm very proud that we've managed to turn the organization around financially uh, in addition to that I would say one of the major achievements has been um, our increased communications with members um, certainly if I look back to 2012 you know we've we've had a significant increase in terms of our social media platforms uh, we've got a significant number of communications channels everything from text messaging service to recorded information on our phone system um, so we've certainly increased our communications um, and and also Um, remote working so uh, I was very committed um, in fact probably right from the time that I joined the board um, to getting the organization 
um, decentralized so that we could take full advantage of the enormous talent that resides within our membership um, that is not all um, located of course within Sydney or Melbourne which you know is where the um, most of BCA's um, office activities were located at that time. I mean BCA's always had a national presence and has done a very good job of operating nationally but um, we certainly did need to um, look at how we could maximise our access to, to talented people who are blind or vision impaired and um, we did um, manage to move the organisation to remote working and um, I think that's benefited us in so many ways but it's also meant that we've been very much um, poised uh, for the pandemic and we've been able to be agile and responsive um, to the needs of our members rather than having to be um, caught up with trying to figure out how we were going to uh, manage remote working on the fly. So, and from an advocacy perspective, I guess just just one more would be, um, you know, that that we did um, manage to win the the over twenty five year battle to get audio description on Australian um, television, at least on the public broadcasters. There's still a lot more work to be done there but i think you know we can be very proud of um of what we've achieved um in that in that space and in many other advocacy um areas as well but that would be the major one when you were on the board did you perceive that there might come a time when you'd be ceo and that there might actually come a time when uh, you know sort of eight or nine years down the track you'd be thinking of resigning and and you know when you were considering these things did you think about where the organization might be I think it goes back a long way you know I, I do remember going to my first convention and just sort of observing um, people who I really admired in the blind community and I guess harboring this secret thought that maybe one day just maybe I mean I was only 21 or something at the time but just maybe maybe I could be CEO or president or you know and then and then sort of almost laughing at myself and going, don't be ridiculous, you know, that will never happen, that's insane. Um, and then when I was on the board, um, I I remember, you know, thinking, gosh, you know, we, we really need to find a person who is blind or vision impaired, who can who can do um, this, this job. And, but I don't know during that time on the board that I ever really thought that I would become CEO, um, it just that there just came a point where I realised that I at least had to, you know, throw my hat in the ring and see what happened. And even I remember um, at the time when I was interviewed for the role, I just didn't really believe that it was possible. You know, I can't really articulate how privileged I feel to have had the opportunity to lead this organisation and. Um, you know, I, I never envisaged that I'd be able to look back um, now and and to say, you know, look at all this amazing um, stuff that we've achieved together. One of the things that uh, John's email took uh, a great deal of pain to discuss was the fact that there is a, a, a very strong and capable succession plan in place for your resignation and for you leaving the organisation. Can you outline what steps you've taken, and or you and the board have taken, I guess, to make sure that the organisation is in good hands for the future? The board and I have have absolutely committed to this notion of succession planning, and, and in fact, 
you know, the current board and previous iterations of the board. Um, there's been a very strong commitment for quite a long time to leadership development and succession planning. Um, and, you know, I'm really proud that uh, we've been able to um, establish an executive leadership program and hopefully we'll be able to continue that program and invite um, more um, aspiring and emerging leaders into into that program. But certainly as it stands now, um, you know, we have a number of people who've uh, almost completed that program. Um, but there are also many more people in the community who, who perhaps haven't participated in that program, um, you know, who might have the skills and the knowledge and above all the passion um, for the organisation um, that's needed in order to sustain um, the role of CEO. And um, so I'm, I'm really um, optimistic about the future. Um, I know some people are, you know, get very concerned about change and um, it's understandable. You know, we've had stable leadership within the organisation for quite some time now. So it's natural that people get, get worried. But um, I'm really confident and really optimistic that we will find a fantastic person um, to to succeed me. And I would strongly encourage anybody who feels they have the skills to um, consider applying for the role when it becomes available or when it's advertised, I should say. If there was one thing that you could say that you wish you had done during your time, either on the board or as the CEO of Blind Citizens Australia, that hasn't been achieved yet, what would that be? Oh, that's a really easy one. I would want to have done a better job of ensuring that... Um, we engage with um, marginalised communities. Now, I'm not for a minute suggesting that we haven't tried and I'm not for a minute suggesting that, you know, ground hasn't been made, but we have a long way to go. And, um, you know, it's it's probably my one regret um, as I kind of look towards finishing up. But I do know that the board is strongly committed to this. There, were, there was a board... Um, meeting recently where we had a, a very significant discussion about these some of these issues um, and so you know I, I know that this is this is going to continue to be a focus and will be a much stronger focus into the future and that's and that's a fantastic thing because we do as an organization need to do better and when I say marginalized groups I'm, I'm talking about people from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities I'm talking about younger people i'm talking about um, people f um, from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds and you know i could go on but you know I, we really do need to work harder and and do better and and it's it's the whole community's responsibility um to do better and what is the one thing that you've achieved within blind citizens australia that really gets your heart going or you know gets you really excited or emotional definitely the executive leadership program. Um, I am absolutely 100% driven um, always whenever I take on the role of CEO in whatever organisation I work in to, to make sure that there are people uh, with the capacity and the confidence and the skills to um, succeed me. Um, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. Um, you know, we have such a significant unemployment rate um, in our community 
and we have so few opportunities uh, in our society for people who are blind or vision impaired to um, experience leadership, to learn about leadership, to fail at leadership. And so, you know, for me, it is it is this um, work that is absolutely the thing that, that gets me out of bed in the morning and, and probably always will, um, I think. And I'm very, very proud that we've been able to um, make such a tangible um, commitment to, to building and developing our, our future leaders. And I'm, I'm very hopeful that we'll be able to continue to do so. What do you hope BCA means to the blind and vision impaired community of Australia? From my perspective, what I hope BCA means for for people um, is that it's a safe place um, for people to connect with one another, to find um, solutions to problems, whether that be through our advocacy service or whether that be through um, connecting through peer support opportunities through our local branches or, or our other um, peer support mechanisms. Um, I hope it means that people really do um, gain that sense of independence and empowerment um, that is our mission that you know people really do feel like um, BCA gives them a platform from which to um, to step out and and do whatever it is they want to do achieve whatever it is they want to um, achieve and I think you know um, that's certainly what BCA gave to me and I think that you know at this point in time, BCA um, is in the best position it's ever been in to continue to um, provide that jumping off point um, for for our members. And so, you know, I, I really hope, I mean, there are, there is always more we can do and we can always do better, but I really hope that, um, that people do feel that sense of, of community and that sense of engagement and that sense of empowerment that we, we try every day to create for people. Emma Benison there, Chief Executive Officer of Blind Citizens Australia. And uh, even though Emma has decided to resign, this won't be the last time we speak to her on the program before she finishes up at the end of January. If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1-800-033-660. That number again, 1-800-033-660. Or you can email bca at bca.org.au. bca at bca.org.au. In the meantime, I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the